Welcome to BS Sports, Broski Studio Sports Podcast. Your one stop for BS takes and football talk. Everything goes on this subpar show. Get ready for your hosts, Francis, Trace, and JP. Welcome back to BS Sports Podcast. I'm the only host here that can, like, talk, because I'm the only host that, like, knows what's going on in life. Can I just tell you something? I'm Francis, and, uh, a little bit about me, I, um, predicted the AFC playoff bracket perfectly so far. Except Man, the Trace, how about my Bengals? <laughs> Stop it! You know, I, my, I was driving, watch, listening to our podcast, and my sister was furious, because she goes, are you just listening to the same part over and over again? And yes, it's the NFC AFC North episode where I just talk about how I think the Bengals are a Super Bowl team and you guys mock me and say there's no way that they got worse, they can't do it, and I said the road got easier and how can you not say they're a Super Bowl team? And it's the greatest, guys, go back to that episode, it's the greatest seven minutes in sports analysis history because it's two people gaslighting me as I'm completely correct. Cue up his prediction of the Jags. Oh, oh! Oh, I pred- what happened I, to that? I predicted they lose to the Chiefs. I had them beating. He yeah, has the ones beating it. If. You had a bunch of ifs. I had no ifs. I like the ifs. I think, no ifs. I think the Jags are going to win. It's a best of seven series, right, Trace? Yeah, there's always there's always caveats for Francis. That's how he justifies his position. You know, it's funny, and, I, and I'm taking it from another sports announcer who said uh, said the official quarterback rankings are in after this week. Number one quarterback in the league, undoubtedly, is Patrick Mahomes. Second best quarterback in the league, undoubtedly, Joe Burrow. Third best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes on one leg. Uh, and he really, it might be true. No, but did you see, Trace, they came out with the rankings of the best quarterbacks in the NFC East at the moment? Okay. W- would you like to hear them? The best quarterbacks in the NFC East were ranked, or do well, you not? I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that it's not Dak Prescott. So it's it's Jalen Hurts at number one. And then nobody. And then no, number two is Daniel Jones. <laughs> number number three is Cooper Rush. Number four is Gardner Minshew. Number five is Tyrod Taylor. Number six is Taylor Heineke. Number seven is Ben DiNucci. Num- ben! Hey, how's that? <laughs> no, number eight is Carson Wentz. Uh, and uh, we got we got uh, the last place, uh, Dak Prescott. I don't know. He had two beautiful throws to the 49ers. Uh, and I don't think he'll get enough credit for those. But yeah, what a week of football. Um, I mean, JB, where are we, where are we starting? Yeah, let's start with the news. Um, Mike McCarthy's job is safe despite loss, according to Jerry Jones. Uh, when in- asked if Dak Prescott's job was safe, he said who? Uh, interesting stat here about McCarthy. He's a pretty good coach overall. And him without Rodgers is a better record than Belichick without Brady. Did you know that? His career games without Rodgers is better than Belichick's Yeah, but Belichick's he had a new team. It's not Brady. like he had the Packers without Rodgers. Uh, but he should have been fired for his play call on the last play of the game. In Awful. the last, in the last uh, ten seasons, he has a better record than uh, Harbaugh from Baltimore Ravens. And do you know how many uh, NFC second round wins he has? He has more than the Ravens. Zero. 
has zero. Oh, he's more playoff wins. He than has Ravens. zero. He has one playoff win. So you think he should be fine? The last play was bad. Yes, because here's the thing I think a coach is, right? Uh, it's like having a, a Kirk Cousins who can get you meaningless stats during the season. At a certain point, you need a coach that can get you over the hump, and Mike McCarthy cannot get you over the hump. So you'd say fire, so you him? fire him? Trace, would you fire him? In reality, no. But I think this team's got some issues. He's I the think, Kirk Cousins of coaching. I think you'd fire him. I think you'd only fire him for Sean Payton. That's the only guy I'd fire him for. But Sean Payton's a first-round pick. I think that Jerry Jones. Who? I, I, can I rant about something? Yeah, yeah sure, Trace. I'm so tired of the TV network showing cutaways of Jerry Jones. I don't care who the owner of the Cowboys is. Why do they always show him during the games? Okay, they're into zone. Let's. He should hire Sean Payton, and that's the best landing spot for Sean. Payton. But he not won't. Denver, not Carolina. It's Dallas. Somebody said this perfect, and the reason why Mike McCarthy will not be fired is because he lets Jerry Jones do whatever he wants. And if you have a Sean Payton, he won't allow it. Yeah, there's truth in that. I think. Do you think they're a team that looks to trade for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's possibly available? Could you see that as an outcome, or do you think Dak is safe as well? I don't think Dak is safe, but I wouldn't trade picks away for Aaron Rodgers. He, Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback that comes to mind that's an upgrade from Dak Prescott that's available. Okay. All right, let's move on. Stefan Diggs storms out of the locker room with all of his stuff after the loss. Did not greet the team until Duke Johnson, Duke, stopped him in the hallway, made him come back in where he came back in for two minutes and then stormed out again. He later said it's not his fault. He will not tolerate losing, and he's in a losing environment. Stefan Diggs says that it's a losing environment in Buffalo. I don't know what felt better, the Buffalo Bills losing or us winning a Super Bowl. It's close. It's close because guess what? Buffalo Bills will never win a Super Bowl. Never, ever, 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 ever win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. It's over. It's over. This was their best chance. And it's over. They fumbled it. They're so bad. They're so bad. They're awful. I know this will inflate Francis's already oversized ego. However... I think Cincinnati had the best performance by any team over the weekend. Uh, and I think they, they were really they really showed me something in that in that win. You have to start at some point and we have this on the news talking about Josh Allen is possibly overrated. He was going into this weekend as the second best quarterback in the league. He's like Pat Mah- he's right up there with Pat Mahomes, but he's not and I think we're realizing that more and more. He's a good quarterback, but he might not be that savior to the Bills he, that everyone thinks he is. Somebody said he is the James Harden of the NFL. Uh, I would even say he's the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. Uh, he has done nothing. Zero. People tried to put it as this rivalry between him and Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen never beat Patrick. Has never. He's never went past the second round. He is a second round exit, two in a row. Do you know how many? You know who has more second round playoff wins? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has more. Uh, Josh Allen is. 
I, I'm sick of hearing potential and ceiling because he can throw a ball really far. I would you have if, a short hook for quarterbacks. I, I, I don't. I don't. But you do. No, no, no. You have to win something for you to be a good quarterback to me. Then are you off your guy? Trevor Lawrence? He's Trevor Lawrence? No, 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 no. The New England quarterback. Are you Mac Jones? No, 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 no. no, no. I hear Get what Mac I'm Jones. saying. Stephon Diggs. Here's what Get I'm Mac saying. Jones. No, Stephon no, no. Diggs. I'm not even saying that. But I'm saying that Mac Jones is no better than Josh Allen. Both of them, and no better than Justin Herbert. N- none of them have done anything. Rank them in the order in which you would pick them. In, in like, having it? Like Josh, pick okay. Quarterbacks, which one would you have? Josh Allen for his legs. Strictly for his legs. Mac Jones, then Justin Herbert. I agree. I agree. I think Mac Jones is a better decision Give maker. Mac Jones the, the Chargers, and I'd like to see where they went. I agree. Trace, what do you think about Diggs storming out of the locker room? Do you think this is going to be a news story all offseason, or do you think this was just tempers flaring in the moment? I think it's tempers flaring in the moment. I think it's offseason media talk. I think he's a competitive guy. He wants to win. He hates to lose. But let's not make more out of it than that. Well, he... And he needs to be more mature and not have those sorts of displays of emotion on the sideline and yeah. be seen in a way in which he seems to doubt his quarterback. Well, the Bills are a good team. Let... They just got outplayed uh, against the Bengals. So, so you know, you know, we I think too often we say one team was good and one team was bad. Sometimes the team earned, right? The team earned it. Cincinnati earned that victory. But the Bills were bad, right? Ten points at home. I don't. I don't think they were. Well, what's the scale for bad? I think the Cowboys were bad. Sure, I think the Cowboys were worse. But I, I, I like ten points at a home game. With Hamlin as the prop there. Oh my gosh. Like, you scored 10 points. He scored... No, no, but I'll just say this. And I'll just say this. Them and the Cowboys scored the same amount of touchdowns. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it there. They Dak Prescott and Josh Allen threw the same amount of cu- touchdowns. And you'll be like, well, Josh Allen had... I mean, uh, well, Dak Prescott had two interceptions. Josh Allen should have had two fumble uh, recovered by Dallas. One, he recovered himself... And the other one, they ruled off. So, I don't know. They both play terrible. Here's my thing about Diggs, right? Three, he's been on the team for three years now. Three years ago, they had that picture in the NFC, in the playoffs, champ, in the playoffs, and it was him staying while the Chiefs celebrated their win, and he stayed on the field, and he was like, I'm going to be back next year. The next year they came, they lost again to the Chiefs. Now we're at the next year, and he's like, we're coming back. <laughs> and they lose to the Bengals. How many we're coming backs do you get before you're saying, okay, we're a solid team, but we don't have what will put us over the hunt? And so I don't know. What is it that will put them over the hunt? I think a running game, a run game, a could run help. game would really help because it's it's third and three, and they're throwing bombs because they're not gonna run it with Devin Singletary. And it's not even the run game, pass rush. If you watch that game, my uh, the Bengals were all over Josh Allen. Joe Burrow had all day, it felt And like. sure, some of that has to do with Von Miller not being there for the Bills. But you can't but have a 40-year-old come back and be like, this is my savior. I believe if the Bills had traded for Christian McCaffrey, the Bills would have won that game. I think if they had Kareem Hunt, where would they have been? Prob- they had an option to run the ball. Exactly. I just think that, that the Bills, and people are going to come back next year, and they're going to be like, this. they're going to crown them Super Bowl uh, champions as they did for the last three years, and they have done nothing. Nothing. Alright, let's move on They to- beat Skylar Thompson. They should have lost to him. 
<laughs> they should have. By the way, I don't see it in your rundown. Did you see the breaking news? Apparently not. I would have thought it would have led the show. Uh, there's video of Tom Brady uh, touring some private charter schools in the Miami area today. Okay. Okay, I like so it. I find that very interesting. He was quoted today by asking people to stop questioning what he's doing because he said, and he used obviously more prof profanity in his language, but the gist of it was, if I knew what I was I was going to do, I would have already done it. Let's just, so obviously he could be retiring. Mm -hmm. Yep. But if he's looking at schools in Miami, what, what, what do you make of him on the Dolphins roster? I think they're immediately the Super Bowl favorite. I mean, maybe he's going into coaching. The, or he wants to play quarterback for but them. I think he my, looks so young, well, he's going to be a charter kid. $75 million deal with Fox. My, yeah, he's not going into coaching. Miami with Brady, Super Bowl favorites. I agree. You get Tyreek, you get Waddle, you got Mike Gazeki, you Raheem got a decent Mostert. run game with Raheem Mostert Elijah and, uh, not and Jeff yeah, Wilson. Jeff you got Bradley Chubb. They sign him to a two-year deal. What happens to Tua? You keep Tua. I think you trade Tua with, to get Tom. He's a free agent. Tom's a free agent. He can just walk there. Oh. You, you there just, could be a... But I could see Tom doing a one-year sign-and-trade. Give saying Tua that, the like, year off. To help them. No, give give Tua you the know year off. where I'm at on Tua. Tua's brain is scrambled. That dude needs to retire. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to Brock Purdy, who becomes the first rookie to play in a conference uh, championship game since Mark Sanchez. The Does first it, player? The first rookie. Oh, rookie. I, I, I thought it would be the first, first rookie Mr. quarterback. Rowan. No, first rookie quarterback to play in the in a championship game since wow. Mark Sanchez did it. That's which doesn't sound that interesting when Mark Sanchez did it, but that's just saying that no one's done it. Besides, hopefully Brock his Purdy, career Mark will be as good as Mark Sanchez. The butt fumble. Uh, here's the thing, Trace. Jimmy G could be back for the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's going to play this weekend, but then Coach says Jimmy G might be good to go for the Super Bowl, leaning towards Jimmy G would start for the Super Bowl. No, you're saying you don't want you're it? ride with Brock? No, you got to ride the hot hand. But he didn't play well. No, and we talked about this, that we thought that it might, that, you know, he might struggle. The struggle was coming up. Yeah, and the thing was, like, and, and that's why Dak Prescott's performance hurt so much. Because is the game was winnable for them. The game was winnable, right? Yeah. As opposed to the Bengals, even if Josh Allen scored one extra touchdown at the end, it wouldn't have mattered. But if Dak had done it, it would have been it would have been fine. Like, he didn't need to have a good game. He didn't need to have a, a, a great game. He just needed to be okay. Just not make mistakes. Yeah, just not be horrible. Yeah. And he did. Um... Eli Apple in some hot water as he always is. They say this Eli is Apple. Guy. This is your guy. You like this guy. Eli <laughs> Apple. But I think it's tough not to like a trash talker. Eli Apple tweeted out after the game Cancun on three, implying that the Bills were going to spend the rest of the offseason in Cancun. People are questioning his use of on three. Of course, that could mean one, two, three Cancun. But how people were taking it was on Demar Hamlin, who wears number three. Now, why do we gotta read into so many things? So you're you're, you're defending Eli Apple here. That's your guy. <laughs> He's your guy. <laughs> he, but I'm defending him. He also replied to the to the sports uh, news about showing Stefan Diggs with his arms out over Josh Allen, 
and uh, Eli Apple tweeted, uh, get those two in therapy. They seem to be arguing. People are looking for stories. Can we talk about the DeMar Hamlin thing for a second, Trace? Because me and you no. got in a little tiff. But, on, but have you realized this? And this is something that I have just heard. So DeMar Hamlin reportedly is on an oxygen tank and can't breathe without an oxygen tank. We saw DeMar Hamlin at that game. He did not have an oxygen tank with him. Also, he had three broken ribs from CPR and was able to lift his hands above his head and make a heart, which doctors have said if he had broken ribs from CPR, he would have not been able to do. I'm not going to At no point, nonsense. at no point during that game did anybody see his face or speak to him. He was completely in winter gear, a mask, sunglasses. No one spoke to him. No one saw his face, and even in a press point? box. It's not him. It's not him. That's just a man can that I they had you, in the stadium. Can I tell you I had no I problem. think DeMar's alive and DeMar really got hurt, but I think DeMar did not okay. come to that game. Can I say something, though, about DeMar Hamlin? Because, honestly, I read the... I saw JP in yours little tiff, and I stayed out of it because I have enough tiffs with you already. I thought, maybe it's not, not add this. January 20th. But I was of the supporter... You haven't figured out that riddle yet, have you? No, but I was of the supporter that Hamlin... I completely... Um, I respect it. You know what? Fine. If you want to make this place a circus... Have Hamlin there. Make it all about him. Circus. Maybe it will motivate your guy. So, hold on. But we need to clarify. My fight with Trace was I implied that DeMar Hamlin being there felt like a prop and a distraction no. for Bills to have an unfair home advantage. But no. what really got my gears, I had one problem with it. It was a first and goal. First and goal. The Bills call a timeout and then have a tribute to Hamlin. During it, on a first and goal, the crowd is completely out of it. They're they're about to go up twenty-one to zero, and they call a timeout then to try to amp up their defense. That felt proppy to me. Don't have it when they're about to score. Don't call a timeout when they're about to score and have this intro. Do it at halftime. What part of entertainment do you not like? Is it entertainment to, like, just run a person who almost died out Trace. to try to help them? So, you think he's a prop. JP thinks he's an imposter. I think I think he was a prop in that game. But answer this question. If that was really DeMar Hamlin, <laughs> why would he have not had a single interview? Why would we have not have seen his face? Why would nobody have talked to him? Because he had three broken ribs person? and an oxygen How man. does he lift his hands up with broken ribs? And if he had an oxygen tank and needed to breathe with it that morning, in all the videos he didn't have one. Why was he wearing a giant hood and mask and glasses inside? Why wasn't he in the owner's booth? Why was he just in a random box? What's going on? I don't even know if you're serious. I am. I don't think it was him. I don't even know if you're serious. <laughs> I don't think it was him. People, All right. People often try to disguise oxygen tubes and things so that they're not readily visible. And he's not going to do an interview with a sideline reporter on Fox or NBC. He's going to wait and do a sit-down interview with a journalist of higher profile. Why like our podcast? Why like are we not podcast. seeing his face? How did he lift his hands? I can't go through all this. Beg to differ, everybody. Okay, let's talk about Mika Parsons versus Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels posted an article, uh, the video clip of Mika Parsons saying, "I w this is who we wanted. We wanted to play the 49ers. That was his victory post. He just basically clowned Mika Parsons. Simple response. Uh, Mika Parsons said, LOL, what did you to do today, fam? But congrats on the win. Don't put me in your weak blank slideshow. 
uh, Debo Samuel said, what did you do is the question, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Debo had 47 yards, everybody. That's it. But what did Mika Parsons do? Locked down their team! (laughs) Debo... Debo gets what Debo gets. Where do you... You know, we should do this in an off-season show or when we begin our hype over the XFL season coming in just a couple weeks. I know Francis (laughs) is just gearing up for it. I'd like to talk about our favorite NFL players just across the boards. This Kittle guy, I love him. Oh, I love Kittle too, Trace. I'm glad we can agree on that. I think he's fun for the game. I love him. Did Can I you tell see you the most? Knockoff, he's a knockoff Gronkowski, though, in every way. Did you see his catch? Gronk did it first. Did you see his yeah, catch? Yeah, I saw though? the catch. It was a bobble. It and was an amazing catch. He bobbled it. It was a great catch. He turned a bobble <laughs> into a great catch. He, it was a great catch. And then I don't know just, how he's getting credit for bobbling it. And then he just looked it. up to the camera with his tongue out and just goes, uh, <laughs> But some don't like entertainment. <laughs> And don't want to be entertained. If Who, Demar Hamlin stuck his tongue out and who went, ah, I would have believed it was him. Who was more entertaining, Gronkowski or Kittle in the front? I, I, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Kittle's the man of the moment. Okay. Fun fact, and this is just something for Francis. Joe Burrow was asked how he celebrated the win, and he said he played some video games. Do you know what video game Joe Burrow played the night of the win? Madden. No. Call of Duty. No. Solitaire. No. Clash of Clans. Star Wars Battlefront. And everyone was like, all right, Joe. <laughs> Trace, Star Wars Battlefront is a very old game that a lot of people do not play anymore. Oh, so okay. everyone said he must have been on the servers by himself. <laughs> um, let's move on to, uh, let's go through our uh, biggest winner, biggest losers of the week. Trace, we'll start with you. Don't start with me. I you don't want to take your biggest still, loser? You didn't go through all the news items. Okay. Suddenly we're to the next category. What? We went through all the news items. Oh, Bill O'Brien. Brian hired by the New England Patriots as the offensive offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien was with the Patriots from 2007 to 2011. He was with the Houston Texans after that. And he most recently has been the offensive coordinator for Alabama. He rejoins uh, Bill Belichick as the offensive coordinator. Trace, was he at Alabama with Mac Jones? Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good question. What year was it? Bill O'Brien... Mac Jones. I'll check right now. Somebody talk while I'm checking. Oh, okay. Um, I can't wait until this offseason, guys, because I'm going to come up with points, and no matter what you guys try to do to ridicule my points or say stop it or try to remove my analyst, I'm going to remind you about my Cincinnati pick and my Jaguars pick, Do you and I don't want to hear about it. about all the things you're wrong about? Okay. And I, I've not figured out something I'm wrong about. So... <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Well, that'll, be, that'll be. It's funny how you and I remember all the things JP's wrong about, but <laughs> you can't seem to remember. The I said before. Herbert was a fraud. He is a fraud. I said Josh Allen's a fraud. He is a fraud. Said Patrick Mahomes is the only generational quarterback right now in the league, and he is. Bill O'Brien joined Alabama's coaching staff in 2021 as Mac Jones had just graduated. Mac Jones began a relationship with Bill O'Brien, and although he was leaving campus and preparing for the draft, he decided to hang back a couple extra months practicing with Bill O'Brien daily to help Bill O'Brien learn the offense and to help Mac Jones get more NFL ready. So they do have a relationship. It's going to be big. We're going to beat the Bills next year. Hey. Okay, now Trace, biggest losers, biggest winners. I hope you had prepared in that in that time. 
I'm going to throw out an interesting uh, biggest winner. Okay. Uh, it, right, you have the obvious. We've already talked about Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we spent zero time talking about the Eagles. And, and, oh, and, first of all, that's another one that I'd love to talk about because you said this is going to be a close game. And last week I said... Are you sure? This seems like I said this has I said I said this has blowout written all over it. And you said no and I said zero. I said I'd give you a touchdown and you said I need more than that, but it's still not gonna be a blowout. And I could have given you a lot of touchdowns. I wanna give my biggest winner to the unsung stepping in off the bench, Chad Henney, who could have led to their downfall in that game and who steps in and keeps things moving along. Oh, well, actually, we'll just bring that up. We didn't even bring it up in the news. Mac, uh, Patrick Mahomes has a high ankle sprain, which usually would be two to four weeks recovery. He claims he's playing this week. Do you think that's a smart decision? Well, they're certainly not early in the week going to rule him out. I think they need to spray that stuff that they spray on the World Cup soccer players. They just a little of that spray, and they'll be up in no time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll have plenty of time. To, I mean, you know, they'll wrap it, they'll inject him. Um, I think they need him badly in that game. Yeah. So I think he'll play, and if he can't play, you know how serious it is. So anyway, I, I think Henny coming in off the bench uh, is, is going to be my biggest winner because he certainly didn't expect to play. Uh, Francis? Yeah, biggest winner. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on it. The biggest winner I I'd say is is maybe Trace because he did remind me something. I said I've never been wrong, and that was untrue. Uh, I'm now remembering a time I was wrong where I said the only generational quarterback in the league right now is Patrick Mahomes. I was wrong. It is also Joe Burrow. Uh, this guy is an assassin. Uh, I think from now on. Nobody will say the Bengals are not a, a Super Bowl team while he's playing football. He is Rodgers-esque and Tom Brady-esque of, like, b- winning. He wins. He's When he gets to the playoff, he wins. And even if he loses this game, uh, he's secure. Look, look, JP, there he goes again. He's a winner. He wins games. But even if he loses, he's a winner. I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning, and I think a lot of you might change. To my Cincinnati Bengals. Are we allowed to change our picks? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll allow us to change. Do you picks know? Uh, you know who the only quarterback? I, my pick. I, I'm putting caveats in my. Do you know who the only quarterback who's undefeated against Patrick Mahomes is? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow never lost. He's Patrick beat him Mahomes. three times now. This would be the fourth. This meeting. would be the fourth. In the same place, he did. The the Bengals are everything. They're the top dogs. It was so classy them saying them saying. I hope you send them refunds out. Uh, like you know, you that is the, the moment I knew the Bengals were going to win, and we did the podcast after this. But the NFL sold fifty thousand tickets to the Bills Chiefs game in Atlanta, it, and didn't even promote the possibility of a Bengals Chiefs. And I knew the second they did that, they had no. If chance. I'm the Bills, I sue the NFL for doing that. Put too much locker room material to them. By the way, I'm vehemently opposed to this floated idea that they might have neutral site championship games. Can I just tell you home field advantage is dumb? Like, it's like Buffalo Bills. Fans deserve, when the team wins 13-4, and 14-3, four, and three, they okay. deserve... Can I, I agree, Trey. Can I ask I you agree. something? The game should not be played but, in Atlanta. But can I ask you something about this game? Can we be honest, though? What more of a home field advantage could this have been? Buffalo. It's snowing. It's windy. 
Damar Hamlin's there. What? Me, How much more of a home game can it be, and then you get blown out? You can't tell me though that given an opportunity to play at home, you'd rather play on the road. Depends where. I if that, I don't think they care. No, no. Maybe you're, you're taking isolated games. I'm talking about all time. If, if the Patriots are in the playoffs, you want that game at home. You don't want to go on the road. Not back in now. Now more more away teams have won in this playoffs than home teams. I don't believe there's any team in the NFL that would trade a home game. Okay, I'll go with my I biggest mean, I, winner. I get your bigger point about the record, but I don't think any. I think people would prefer. I think they prefer to have the home game. Okay, the fun some, fact: some people say that it's actually worse because their home crowd, when they get out of it, is bad, and also hearing the boos from an opposing crowd, you get into it because you want to prove them wrong. So sometimes it has the opposite effect. But I understand. Fun fact: uh, and I was just hearing it, and it talks about the NBA real quick. But there's one player who notoriously it ruined his career home games. Chris Anderson was a very good three-point shooter of the 2000s, and he was shooting above 40 something percent. Uh, and he got a huge deal to the Rockets. Have you seen this? Yeah. He got a huge deal to the Rockets after he earned times in the Charlottes. Um, and no one could figure it out. When he was in the Rockets arena at home, he started shooting below 20%. But away, he was always still shooting 40%. And nobody could figure out what it was. He's terrible, though. He's red colorblind. So the Rockets' red stadium and red court messed with his depth percentage, so he couldn't shoot at the Rockets' home court, the Chicago Bulls' home court, and the Miami Heat's home court. He couldn't play in. But the other issue, there was another player, and I don't think it was him, but it was another one who said that uh, the issue with his shooting and why he would shoot notoriously worse at home was because every time he shot, the home crowd would go, ah, and then when it missed, you would hear, ah, and that gets to you. <laughs> And he's like, when you're away, they don't do that. <laughs> They're not, like, hopeful, and then you let them down. Uh, my biggest winners is me and Francis, because we get to watch Trace do his elbow exercises <laughs> live on the podcast. <laughs> There's, it's timing, and so I'm doing it while I, I talk to you. Who's your biggest winner, JP? My biggest winner is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles run game. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell, 12 carries. For 112 yards. He's good. 12 carries for 112 yards. That's 9.3 yards per carry and a touchdown. Miles Sanders, 17 carries for 90 yards. Jalen Hurts, 9 carries for 30 yards and a touchdown. Boston Scott, 32 yards and a touchdown. Three rushing touchdowns. Over 200 yards on the ground. When you're talking about the Bills and their weaknesses rushing... You gotta admire the Eagles because the Eagles set up so much in their run game. Because then you got Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, Goddard in the passing game. Uh, a good run game can help you a lot. I know a think... good run game can tire a defense, and yeah. the Eagles have that. I don't think there was a team though that wouldn't basically get a bye if they had played the New York Giants in the second round. <laughs> like that had bye week written all over it. Trace, who's your biggest loser? Dak Prescott. Good one. Easy. Easy. And I think he's the biggest loser of this round of the playoffs. Overall. Francis? Josh Allen, the Bills. In Super Bowls, hopes are over. They're not going to be favorites anymore. They've lost confidence. Stefan Diggs angry. Josh Allen is not that guy. Their coach, you're looking at that. I think their whole team, this is as far as they can get. Wow. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as my biggest loser. Huh? 
injured. Chiefs. An Chiefs. injury. Pat Mahomes. Chiefs, my biggest loser. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right, Trace, we're going to start with you. Bengals, Chiefs, who do you got? Say it. I don't understand how we're doing this. So you previously had the Chiefs' bills, so it doesn't matter because that's not the outcome. Yeah, you've had to change your AFC a lot. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. If. If Pat Mahomes plays. If Mahomes plays. plays, I'll give you that. Well. No, you can't say that second part. You did this. I did not give this. I will give you if Pat Mahomes doesn't play, you switch to the Cincinnati. I'll give you that. If Mahomes does not play or is significantly hobbled, then... I'll give you that, but he has to be significantly hobbled. You can't be like, I saw him limp in the third quarter. (laughs) Francis, who you got? Chiefs Bengals. I've been... I'm sticking with him. I've had him. I've had him the whole season. I'm the only one that didn't switch. Cincinnati Bengals. the only one that still has a Super Bowl team alive, right? Yeah. Technically, JP switched to the Chiefs, or did you switch to the Bills? No, I switched to the Eagles. And you kept the Colts? (laughs) The Colts... What? Where did you switch? I have the Eagles Bengals. No, you do not have the Bengals. <laughs> I have the Eagles. Everybody <laughs> mocked me when I kept the Bengals. No, I switched to the Jags Giant. Plus the playoff started. <laughs> uh, I got no, I had Vikings Bills, so I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. And who did you have? Trace? Well, I know who I started with. Trace had Packers. Bills. He had, he had I think he had Bills. Bills. Eagles? It was Bills. No, it was Bills. Tam- no. No, Who's, it was definitely never Tampa. I think it was Eagles. It yeah, might be Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, you have yeah, Bills, Eagles. Hold on, I have it in my phone. Um, Francis, do you have Bengals? Yeah, I've, I've, I'm sick of it. Oh, I'm not changing now. I had Bucks, Bucks. I had Bucks, Bucks Bengals. Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. Welcome uh, to the bandwagon. Trace has Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Ah. So this could be a possible outcome for you, Trace. You have the Chiefs. You didn't have the Bills. Okay. Actually, I think you had this as your last pick on the last week of like the playoffs, but I think you filled something else on the, the bills pla- in the beginning. on the bracket. So you have Eagles ba- Bills, but you wrote down Eagles Chiefs. So <laughs> we're not giving you the Chiefs. Um, let's, let's go to 49ers. Uh just for on my thing. Uh, I can't be taken seriously on my Bengals-Chiefs pick. I'm taking the Bengals, but I've had the Chiefs lose every round of this playoffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true. Because <laughs> you hate them. I hate the Chiefs. I hate the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Rams. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. More specifically, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Matthew Stafford. I hate those guys. Oh, and I hate the Titans. I just, hope, that's you, I just hope you guys get a refund because you had the Chiefs-Bills this week. Hope you guys got your refunds. Trace, 49ers and Brock Purdy take on Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Uh, Carson I mean, Wentz. I mean, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Nick Fultz. I mean, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> the jig is up for Brock Purdy. I agree. It has to be. I agree. I'm going Eagles. He's defied every week. He's defied it. You know, and I feel bad because there's no reason to root against this kid. He's Mr. No, Irrelevant. Right. We should root for him. <laughs> But every human wants to be right. Can I give you some some material you're going to love? What? UCF recruited him, but he chose Iowa State. <laughs> love to hear it. Alabama offered him a full ride. Yeah. He was offered a full ride to Alabama. Yeah. 
He chose Iowa State. Good for him. <laughs> a lot of corn there, I think. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Uh, the 49ers I, are I my favorite that. team. See, I said, ugh, but like, why am I rooting against them? This should be well, a, I, such a... This is a why movie. Why do they win? Why do they win? Why, why, do they win? What, what happens why do the they win? win? Uh, they're outcoached. Can I tell they're you? They're outcoached, outgameplanned. They go in there, they shut down the run, they take A.J. Brown out of the thing, they make their offense. The Eagles have lost, and we've seen how to make the Eagles loss. Brock lose. Purdy has a uh, lose. Brock Purdy has not been figured out yet. He has not lost. I, so, like, when you're talking about the Eagles, how did the Eagles lose to the Cowboys? There's two options. They lost to the Cowboys 34-40. They were outshot. It was just the, the Cowboys were out shooting them, and they won that way, which I don't think is what Brock Purdy is going to do. I don't think it's going to be an out-armed. I don't think that it's just going to be taking the run game out early. The other way the Eagles lost is the run game was shut down, and they couldn't do anything, and the Commanders did that to them. And I, but you're talking about three losses on the season. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I think there's a way, because obviously the Eagles are going to get the run game. It's not. They're not going to win through a run game this week against the 49ers. They're too good. So it's going to be if Jalen Hurts has a Dak Prescott-type game. I think that's how they lose. Uh, people are rooting... Uh, People are rooting for the Jason Kelsey versus Travis Kelsey Super Bowl match. I would agree. They want the podcast episode. And they said that both of them should retire if that was the outcome. Travis Kelsey's almost 40 years old. Jason Kelsey's almost 40 years old. Both are Hall they of both Famers. nearly 40? Yeah. Wow. Travis is, like, sneakily old. I thought you were going to say sneakily, sneakily active. Sneakily a- old. Athletic. Let's see. Travis Kelsey age. Oh, Travis Kelsey's... Uh, so... It, Travis Kelsey's the same age as Gronk. Yeah. Doesn't feel like that. 33. Your math is way off. I knew he was old. I didn't know he was that young. No, he's younger than I thought, but still, he's the same age as Gronk. Yeah, he's 40 in football years. 33 is a tight end. And then Jason Kelsey's 36. Hopkins turning 30 and we want him to retire, basically. (laughs) Uh, Trace, do you have any fun facts for us? I have two sets of fun facts. Amazing. You're a hero. Okay, so there are several Super Bowl matchups. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What is the most likely, according to Vegas, odds makers, and the least likely? Chiefs, Eagles. And, 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 and the outcome. So the outcome. The okay. Chiefs and the outcome. Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs win is the most, most likely, likely outcome. Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs win. No. Chiefs, Eagles, Eagles win. Chiefs, Eagles uh, no. No, uh, so the, the most, most likely, likely most likely most, is Bengals Bengals Eagles because Bengals beat Eagles. That's the most, the most likely. likely. And here's why it's because the Bengals did it last year. So people are going to and they also are doing an account, it's a very popular sports bet right now, that the Bengals have beat the Chiefs three times in a row and each time was an identical score. So people are betting that identical score for the fourth time. It's been twenty seven twty four or some maybe twenty seven yeah. twenty three times in a row. Interesting. And then what's the least uh what's the longest odds? Forty Niners Brock Purdy takes on the Chiefs. 49ers beating the Chiefs is the highest odds. Of least yeah. likely happening? Yeah. yeah, least likely to happen. Bengals beat Eagles is most likely to happen, according to odds makers. 49ers beat Chiefs. Is if Joe Burrows wins this Super Bowl, it's over. He should have won last year. Matthew Stafford's a sorry quarterback. <laughs> he should retire. 
And, um, <laughs> He's I almost got 50. One more. Yeah. I got one more. I need to double check, though, because you, you, you might know it better than I do. There was a NBA game yesterday, the Boston Celtics 98. The Orlando Magic 113. Your first question is at any level of professional, okay, any professional league, which pays players, right, versus amateur. How many pro teams call Orlando home? And obviously, you got an easy one there in the Orlando Magic. Okay. So the, how many pro teams? I think teams, there's a soccer team. That Magic and City. No, no, Orlando got, City. No, no, don't do that yet. Each XFL. Don't do that yet. Decide how many. Five. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with. No, he's just pro at any level. So it's gonna be like pro fourteen. It's gonna be like fourteen. It's an absurd cricket. Cricket's there. Rugby's there. Five. I'm going four. You're going what? Four. Four. You just went high. You just. You, just, you went from fourteen <laughs> to four. No, no, no. Magic. I know they have. I know they have a soccer team. Okay. They have an XFL yeah. team. Eight. Eight. Oh, I should have stayed with fourteen. Eight. Yeah. Okay. So let it. Ready? Go. Magic. Magic. XFL. What's the name of the team? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Vipers. Wrong. They used to be the Vipers, no? No. Okay. I'm not. The Tampa Bay Vipers are now the Las Vegas Vipers. Okay, what are they? Orlando. Orlando what? Guardians. Bandits. Okay, they used to be the DC Guard. No, New York Guardians. New York Guardians, very good. So Guardians, Magic. Okay. Okay. Go on. Uh, Orlando I, City. We're, I, Orlando City. I do not know. I don't Say know that. anymore. You you guess four and five, but you don't have any idea. I, no, exactly. it's I just cricket. Knew it was higher. Okay. In <laughs> hockey, we have a hockey team that plays in the Magic Arena, the Orlando Solar Bears. Interesting. I did know that. Ben Brainard, uh, huge fan of the Solar Bears. It's one of his favorite jokes. We have an <laughs> arena football league team that plays in the same arena as the Magic. Okay. Okay. The Orlando Predators. Oh no! You gotta change that, Trace. <laughs> The Orlando Magic. I googled them and something team. else came up. Yeah, Trace, we googled Orlando Predators and something else came up. You came up for a little bit, I thought, <laughs> but There's you were on the team. team. There's a new team, a new indoor soccer league team that's going to be playing out at UCF in the arena. The Central Florida Crusaders. Okay. Your Orlando Guardians of the XFL. Okay. The Orlando City MLS team. There's a National Women's Soccer League team called the Orlando Pride. Okay. And announced the other day, we have a team in the Major League Pickleball. Oh, my gosh. I knew it. Trace. Okay, guys. That, that's the Orlando that, Squeeze. That's it? i just giving it. Oh, my gosh. That's a terrible name, Orlando Squeeze. For, I, we're going we're gonna to end the show here, but I do encourage anybody who's a sports fan, as Trace mentioned, the Magics. Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magics came back from injury last night to play against the Celtics. It's his first time playing in over 905 games. And if anybody wants the funniest sports clip of all time, his announcement to his return in over 900 days to active basketball was made by his pastor, uh, who did it as a gospel choir welcomed him in. Sounds like a and prop to me. It was an insane welcome. Sounds like a prop to me. Guys, it was, I'll leave you with this. I was watching a sports show, and they were like, after the Dallas Cowboys game, we can say it's official. We saw the worst end play in sports this season. No, and then it showed the Patriots no. play. Yeah, and then the <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day the rest of you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. See ya.